broadcasting from an undisclosed location, from underneath the Nevada desert to your ears. This is the voice of the resistance. Hello and welcome. I'm Cal Barnes, and with me is my co-host and my partner on this journey through life, the lovely Rita. <laughs> Thank you, Cal, and hello to all of you out there. I love you all. We're not in the bunker studio tonight. We're actually broadcasting from bed because Rita, <laughs> Rita isn't feeling too energetic tonight, but her voice feels fine. That's important because she's gaining a bit of a cult following for her voice, and I also wanted to point out that Rita's naked. <laughs> hey! Uh, yes, I've received quite a lot of compliments on my voice, and at least one completely inappropriate one, but I want to say thank you for the sweet messages. Mwah. She does have a nice voice, but we are continuing to be floored at the response to our show. We've been getting messages from people all over the world. Yeah, we have, and I wanted to say hi to Frank from Michigan and Bobby from Canada. Hi, guys. I also wanted to announce that my number one fan status has already been taken by a young lady from Kuwait. I forget her name, but uh, she now holds the <laughs> title just because she asked. So, But the number one fan status for Rita is still available, so uh, you know, get your, get your bids in, guys. It sure is, so get those applications ready. <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to delve a little into the CIA. I wanted to call this show the CIA, the American Gestapo, but felt that it was probably a little inflammatory for our title, but that's what we're going to talk about. But first, Rita would like to tell us about what's going on in the world. What everyone thought was a terrible story with ha and a happy ending turned to be out to be a cruel hoax. Officials in Kentucky thought they had found Timothy Pitson, a boy who was kidnapped more than seven years ago, turned out to be a hoax. Officials believe the boy to be a 23-year-old Ohio man. People are fucked up, Rita. How's that a happy news story, though? I said the thought it was a happy ending. Okay. Oh, I know. I just want to hear you say happy ending again. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, the courts in New Zealand today ordered a mental health evaluation for the Australian suspect of the mass shooting at a mosque last month. Is that really necessary anymore? I mean, a mental health evaluation? He's, he's fucking crazy. Let's, let's just say that. <laughs> Same people don't shoot up strangers, you know? Well, Kale, it's just the legal procedure. Yeah, I, I get that. Let's just let's let's say folks we here at the voice are very much against shooting sprees, okay? Let, don't don't need you know, don't know if it needed to be said, but don't fucking kill a bunch of people, you know? Right. Well in in entertainment news, Lori Laughlin appeared in court today to face charges that was involved in the biggest college admission scandal in our nation's history. That that is just fucked up, you know, Rita. Yeah, well what do you mean? Well you can't buy your kids into college anymore, not with R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, you're not allowed to underage kids anymore, and with the Weinsteins you can't grab anyone by the pussy anymore. Funny. So what what's the point of being a billionaire if you can't have fun anymore? I don't think you need to be referring to those things as fun. Well, no, no they're not fun, but I'm not a billionaire. <laughs> now, they're uh, they're going to say that uh, rich people, you know, the next thing they're going to say rich people can't bribe elected officials. Well, I'm not holding my breath. Presidential candidate Joe Biden is under fire alleg that allegations that he inappropriately touched a woman. Yeah, I've been wondering about this for a long time. Sorry to interrupt, but he's creepy. <laughs> Well, it's still to be determined what effect these allegations will have on his pre presidential campaign, and Biden is still among one of the front runners. He's fucked. Thanks for playing, Joe. Next! <laughs> we'll see, won't we? Okay, there are, there's a few messed up stories. Who picks these things? You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we wanted to give you a brief overview of the history of the Central Intelligence Agency today, or the CIA. Oh. So let's kind of begin our journey with uh, World War II. We're, we're fighting the Nazis, and uh, the Roosevelt administration, this is the uh, Franklin Roosevelt, not, not the cool one. The <laughs> Roosevelt administration started to get really jealous of England's cool MI6 guys. I mean, this was before James Bond, but these dudes were pimping, so Uncle Sam wanted some cool spies of their own. So they formed at the time what they called the Office of Strategic Services. That's too many S's. <laughs> 
These guys were basically spying on the Nazis and helped us win the world, the world War too. So good job, guys. Yeah, good uh, job. After the war, they, they weren't quite uh, what sure what to do with them for a few years, so they played bureaucratic circle jerk for a couple years until uh, Truman in 47 formed the CIA through a National Intelligence Act. Uh, this is something Truman later regretted after seeing what they turned into. Now, in the CIA's charter, to this day, they are a foreign intelligence service and are not to be operational inside the United States. Let's keep that in mind. They're not mind. to be operational inside the United States. Okay. So during this, this aforementioned circle jerk, the future CIA... <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know what else to call it. <laughs> the future CIA started their first kind of post-war operation with Operation Paperclip. Uh, sounds pretty benign, mm. but uh, basically this was to capture and hire as many of the Nazis as they could possibly find that were valuable to them. Uh, so, I mean, they, they captured Werner von Braun. He was uh, the father of the U.S. rocket program, basically, you know, advanced us 10 years. Um, this was very much kept under wraps, and uh, Truman kind of toiled over this decision before he finally approved it. Uh, next, you know, with the engineers and scientists they took, they also captured a lot of doctors. And the U.S. Mm. benefited greatly from the engineers and the scientists, but uh, they learned something even sinister or more powerful from the doctors, and we're going to get to that. <laughs> but... Now that they have our uh, our stocked stocked our shelves of full of Nazis, the CIA wanted to find out uh, some places to stir up some shit. Stir it up. So they started in Greece, where there was a civil war going on after World War II, and <laughs> they began backing the right-wing factions against the communists. Now these were not good people by any standards, uh, but they weren't communists, and that was good enough. So the CIA, you know, backed them. So a year later, the CIA got into fucking up with democracy. So they decided that elections weren't good enough. So they went to Italy and decided to uh, make sure their guy won. So they spread rumors. They beat up, intimidated, attacked people, uh, you know, political leaders. They passed out money like drunken sailors and made sure that their guy won. And he won. So yay. Yeah, he won. He won. So pretty soon the CIA started to get jealous uh, at this point of the Soviet Union. I mean, they were allowed to control their media. But the U.S. had a free press. That was a problem. So the CIA started to destroy the free press, and they succeeded. Uh, with Operation Mockingbird in the early 50s, and this is all public knowledge, Operation Mockingbird was run by a man named Cord Meyer, and he was a sociopathic prick. Cord Meyer, we're going to get—we're talk a little bit about, more about Cord later, but uh, Cord and his team, they wanted to make sure that the U.S. newspapers and TVs were saying the right things. So through bribery and blackmail extortion, they eventually had CIA assets at nearly every major news organization, by the mid-50s, for about 25 years, uh, this they were officially ended this program in the mid-70s, they, uh, they controlled pretty much every media outlet. So a good old Cord had achieved his goal, and he killed the free press. Good job, Cord. He killed it. So uh, as I also mentioned in uh, Operation Paperclip, they'd taken some Nazi doctors and uh, had been working in concentration camps. So some would argue that they, and I don't have any proof of this, they, some would argue they took Joseph Mengele, who was the uh, the dude from Auschwitz, the famous camp doctor from Auschwitz, and uh, there's people that'll tell you that he was working from the C with the CIA after escaping Germany, and I'm not entirely convinced of that, but they did continue some of the research that he had started. In 1953, the CIA officially sanctioned Project MKUltra, which lasted more than 20 years and subjected American citizens to the most inhumane and crazy experiments in an attempt to control people, control them, control their minds. Basically, an assassin who didn't know he was an assassin or a spy who had no clue he was a spy would be huge to them. So they were perfecting the art of abusing someone enough to cause a break. Uh, they learned this from both the Nazis and from extreme cases of child abuse where kids had developed separate identities to deal with the abuse. Really fucking nice program, guys, you know? So they don't do this anymore? 
Um, officially, the MKUltra was stopped in 73, but some people argue that they continue to this day as Project Monarch. Uh, they've never uh, admitted the existence of Project Monarch, but many people will testify to being victims of this program. I mean, hmm. they, they, there are people who will say that they begin torturing babies in utero to develop the kid oh. to a good assassin. You know, fucking torturing a, a fetus. So oh, that is sick. Are you kidding? Well, they only admit some things about it, so they uh, they say they canceled it in 73 because they didn't learn anything, but bullshit. Come on, you don't continue torturing and dosing people with LSD for 20 years and not learn something. Give me a break. <laughs> Relax, Cal. Breathe. Breathe. Woosah. All right, all right. <laughs> We're going to get into yoga at some point, folks. Uh, you know, I get a little upset, but... Uh, <laughs> so beyond their uh, their control over the newspapers, let's get into some, some happier, happier stories, you know, the, the zombie people... Uh, the CIA decided that democracy and voting didn't work for well, you know, from other places, so they started fucking with, uh, you know, all kinds of places in the 50s. They overthrew Iran and installed the Shah, whose uh, secret police has been compared to the Gestapo. He was so horrible. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he was our friend for the CIA, so we installed the Shah there. And Alan Dulles owned stock in United Fruit. He was the, uh, the head of the CIA at the time. And they decided to overthrow Guatemala to save his investments. So they, they started a coup and... Uh, you know, he, he saved his money. That was good. Good job by Alan. Nice, nice job, asshole. So uh, <laughs> they they also, you know, started to get involved in Vietnam and really fucked up. And they kept trying to overthrow the North and they didn't go very well. So they, they basically fucked around in Vietnam for about 10 years and couldn't get shit done. They also, uh, you know, they also finished backing Papa Doc. You know, he was a dictator in Haiti. He killed about 100,000 people, they said, with, like, you know, he was a horrible dictator, but they didn't care about how shitty of a tyrant they supported as long as he didn't cross the CIA. So, we supported him. So, uh, that's what we did in the 50s. It sounds like they were up to good fun, huh, Rita? Yeah. So the, tons of fun. Tons of fun. The uh, the 60s, the 1960s, they, uh, they were a big decade for the CIA, because in 61 they decided that coups were getting too hard, so they just started killing the leaders of countries instead. So they, they whacked the leaders of the Congo and the Dominican Republic, uh, did have one successful coup in Ecuador, but uh, finally had a little bit of egg on their face in, in Cuba with the uh, Bay of Pigs. Cuba. This is significant for many reasons, but the first time, uh, first time we get to meet Mr. George H.W. Bush. Mm. George Depp wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> you like you like my bush. <laughs> Rita digs my bush, folks. <laughs> but even though it's been claimed that uh, Bush wasn't in the CIA for more than forty years, have been claiming that. But uh, before the seventy-five, they uh, they used George's oil platforms to launch the Bay of Pigs invasion, and uh, they used his boats to bring the company, bring the uh, the, the assassins or the uh, the rebels aboard Cuba. So they used two of George Bush's boats. So he was involved in CIA, I think that you could say. So uh, mm. it was also significant because it was their first loss because uh, Mr. Kennedy uh, wouldn't approve air support and he didn't uh, he didn't approve of the plan. So uh, Kennedy they didn't like very much and he, he fired Alan Dulles over the thing. That was Mr. Mr. Fruit Company. Uh, Kennedy <laughs> fired his ass for gross insubordination over the thing. Uh, didn't help when uh, JFK was started banging Mary Meyer. Uh, Carrie uh, Kennedy had a pretty prolific dong. I think you've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> And he I, got around. He got around a little bit. <laughs> I think it's around. been widely publicized, but, uh, you know, we'll take a look. You know, uh, Mary Meyer was the, the wife of Cord Meyer. Remember Cord? Cord was the uh, the guy that was fucking around uh, with the the media, but uh, uh, Cord at the time was charged with the CIA's clandestine operations. At the time, it was called the Directorate of Plans. That sounds pretty dumb. But you could say Cord had a bit of an axe to grind because uh, his, you know, Kennedy fired his mentor, uh, Alan Dulles, and was banging his wife. So Cord Meyer, <laughs> let's, let's say Cord Meyer was not a fan of Kennedy, for sure. 
whose wife didn't he bang? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't get Rita. <laughs> no. She she's she is JFK free. <laughs> there was there was no Kennedy sperm in her. <laughs> oh, you did not just say that. Oh, I was just letting the folks know. But okay. uh, by the way, Mary didn't decide didn't survive JFK very long either. She was shot uh, dead by an unknown assailant a year after JFK did and uh her brother, he was a Washington Post reporter, caught the James Angleton from the CIA breaking into her apartment after the murder. Uh, he was their counterintelligence chief. But uh, enough about JFK's dick. I mean, we yeah. may have to do an entire show dedicated to famous first dongs, but I, I digress. So, I, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. So in 1963, uh, it was a big year for the CIA, too. They, uh, they had successful coups at the Dominican Republic and Ecuador and... Both democratically elected governments, and they overthrew them. And they finally turned their back on their longtime friend in South Vietnam, Ngo Diem Dien. I think his name is. Is it Ngo Diem Dien? That's easy to say. Did I say that right? Well, anyway, they, 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 you know, he was the uh, the stooge that was running Vietnam. You know, basically on their orders, he dude took a bullet behind the ear. They also managed to pull off the coup of the century by replacing John F. Kennedy with Lyndon Baines Johnson. So we replaced one president who couldn't keep his dick in his pants with another who liked to wag it around in public. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, LBJ actually uh, used to whip out Jumbo all the time in, in meetings and stuff. Oh, so, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of, lot of material in presidential dicks. We might get to that. Uh, so, I'd uh, rather not. I've, no, okay. Mind. We'll stay dick free. <laughs> so after successfully overthrowing the peace-loving Kennedy for y'all do whatever the fuck you want, JLBJ, they had carte blanche again. So the CIA started celebrating by overthrowing a very well-liked, well-democratically elected government in Brazil and replacing it with uh, General Costello Blanco, who's basically a murderous fuck. Yeah. The CIA helped him out by training his death squads. They told him they'd go out and hunt communists like animals, but they ended up hunting his political opponents pretty much uh, for a long time. And... After getting their uh, their swinging Texan dick in the White House, they decided Brazil was much too peaceful. So 20 fucking years, that regime stayed in power, and they were horrible. So set Brazil back a couple decades. Now, with uh, LBJ's cooperation in the military-industrial complex, needed a place to use up all the bombs and bullets they had fabricated. Mm. They had made all kinds of bombs and guns and planes and stuff, and they wanted to use Just those right things. Right up your alley, right up your alley. So they uh, they made up the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Now, this took this uh, took many years for this shit to come out, but uh, basically a bunch of sailors, probably paranoid from that Vietnamese weed they grew over there, I mean, they started shooting at shadows. <laughs> well, do you think that they had strong weed in Vietnam? <laughs> yeah, I, I heard they did. I mean, the, pe the peasants would grow that shit out in the rice paddies, and <laughs> it's pretty pure sativa, and that shit makes you paranoid if you're not used to it. And those boys in the 70s grew up on indica ditch weed and they, all of a sudden they're smoking jungle sativa. <laughs> I heard that indica meant you were in the couch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a high concentration of C CBD that relaxes you, but uh, yeah, all of a sudden these fucking sailors pass around a joint made of jungle weed and they start uh, seeing fucking missiles shooting at them. So, I mean, I'm guessing here, folks, but uh, I think it had something to do with it, you know. You think weed started the Vietnam War, maybe? Oh, maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, LBJ tells the country that the NBA was attacking us and, uh, you know, the Vietnam War's War was on. So it, it finally came out years later that nobody in the chain of command even believed the NBA shot first. But LBJ rubber-stamped their war, and it was on. So I, I, wonder if, I wonder if he and the guys were stoned. Probably, I'm guessing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now that they have their, uh, now that they have their war, the CIA started uh, what I can only describe as a 10-year orgy of overthrows, assassins. You just said that. We're going to talk about orgies, folks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I keep on sorry, interrupting. Grow up, Rita. Jeez. <laughs> Try to be serious here. Fuck. 
they started a 10-year orgy of overthrows, assassinations, and just plain murders. I mean, Greece, Indonesia, Congo, Cambodia, Australia. Australia, I didn't even know they overthrew. That was, that was news to me. I had to fucking read that the other day. Australia, <laughs> Angola. They Plus, they continue to prop up evil assholes who were friendly to them. So the, uh, I remember the, uh, the Greek ambassador objected to the CIA's tank. Uh, tactics to LBJ, and LBJ told him famously, "Go fuck your parliament and your constitution." <laughs> Ooh, those are some fighting words. LBJ was a, he was a dick. Yeah. So. And if it wasn't enough, the CIA was in control of the media. They were jealous of the way the Soviets were able to spy on their people. So in '68, they started Operation Chaos, which was intended to find Russian spies hiding in the U.S. But they ended up mostly targeting war demonstrators and uh, anti-war organizations and stuff. So over 7,000 people were spied on, and with no warrants or nothing like that. No, no. No protections. Wow. So beginning in the, the early 70s, people started to notice and object to what the CIA was up to. The uh, the Watergate thing didn't help because all the guys that got arrested were CIA guys or Tad CIA ties, you know, mm-hmm. including agents James McCord and E. Howard Hunt. Now, whatever E. Howard Hunt knew, it was huge, and Richard Nixon was scared. Nixon told his chief of staff, Halderman, this to take a message to the CIA director, Richard Helms, that Hunt was going to uncover the whole bay of pigs thing Uh-oh. hunt said if you don't bail me out and do what i tell you to do nixon i'm gonna uncover the bay of pigs thing and the bay of pigs was out yeah and it didn't make any sense to halderman who had to take the message but uh halderman himself said that uh, it made no sense as the bay of pigs was dulles as fuck up and halderman himself believes the bay of pigs referring to the kennedy assassination that was apparently the cia's code for that mission so Interestingly enough, the E. Howard Hunt did finally spill his secrets to the world. Uh, he was an old man. He was uh, thought it was dying. He actually survived a couple years after this, but he recorded a deathbed confession that the CIA was indeed involved in the JFK assassination. He fingered a number of key CIA agents, including our friend Cord Meyer. He was the one whose wife that JFK was boning, right? Yeah. Okay. He said that Cord was furious about Kennedy screwing his wife, and that's why he got involved. So he also confessed that LBJ was certainly in on the whole thing. Mm. But enough about Kennedy. There was, there's many more shows we do about Kennedy. Let's get off that. Yeah, Kennedy's a hot topic. So after that, the CIA is getting a little bit exposed and uh, investigations and congressional committees in the 70s and all kinds of nonsense and uh, being formed. Uh, Congress formed a church committee to investigate the, mur- the, the numerous abuses the CIA had been involved in. So uh, Gerald Ford stepped in and saved the CIA. He formed the Rockefeller Commission to reform the CIA, but it was mostly the commission for CIA people, so it didn't have any effect, really. And uh, he appointed a new head to the CIA, one George Herbert Walker Bush. <laughs> now, the man who had uh, he had held his whole life that uh, he had no CIA involvement before 75 got elected to head the CIA. He went from never having any dealings with them to being the head of the CA overnight. So does it make any sense? No, I don't believe it for a second. No, so Bush, Bush got elected to clean up the CIA, and he did. He reorganized the entire agency and their directives. Uh, basically, he kind of to keep their mouth shut. So no longer would the CIA directly start coups. Instead, they would decided it was less obvious if they would just provide money, weapons, and training to whoever they wanted to win the coup. So in under a year, Bush had made the CIA a secret again, and Carter fired that asshole. <laughs> That seems real fair. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Carter was uh, was a pretty honest man, but, uh, you know, ineffective as all hell because he was up against the world. But uh, he, he managed to fire George W. Bush, uh, who managed to beat him four years later as vice president, unfortunately. But uh, 1979 was not a good year for the CIA. Their puppet uh, asshole, the Shah, was finally overthrown after 25 years and replaced with the theocratic regime, who's one of the two remaining axes of evil. <laughs> 
<laughs> we also decided to start supporting the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, so maybe that won't bite us in the ass someday, you think? <laughs> so uh, two of their, their hand-selected leaders in Latin America were also overthrown. They were able to thwart the coup in El Salvador because the rebels were stupid, and uh, <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, they, they basically got tricked into, into losing the coup. They won, but then they lost. The CIA, they... Uh, basically convinced them to uh, you know to, to leave the old military leaders in charge just for stability and they basically gave up after they realized they just fucked up so they were they were the CIA wasn't so fortunate in Nicaragua where uh, Anastasio Somoza who was a brutal prick but CIA friendly got overthrown by some Marxists so the, the soldiers lawyer to Somoza form a group known as the Contras so they go out into the, the jungle and be gorillas Jimmy Carter would not help the Contras because he knew they were assholes, but the CA began helping them in 81, uh, and they started the biggest scandal of the Reagan administration. Reagan had denied for years that we were helping the Contras, but after the Nicaraguan government shot down a supply plane full of weapons, the only survivor turned out to be a CIA agent. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Got caught in a lie. Yikes. It was a uh, little hard to n- deny at that point. The, uh, this led to congressional investigations that proved the CIA was willing selling weapons to Iran against uh, you know the arms embargo and giving the money to the Contras against the, the rules for that. So I, I think three guys actually went to jail for a little bit over a month in this, but uh, no harm, no foul, right? Everyone's pardoned. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go fast forward to uh, 1989. One of the CIA's longtime assets finally pushed them too far. He'd been receiving money. This is uh, Manuel Noriega. Been receiving money from the CA since 1966. They had been sending him money and uh, shipping. He'd been shipping drugs in the U.S. in 1972, and the CA was actually protecting him and thwarting the DEA to to, to bust him. But that was for cocaine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he moved a lot of cocaine, Manuel Noriega. I've seen Scarface a little too many times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're gonna do some. No, no, no. no. Oh, we don't. Do we're gonna have some coffee after the show. <laughs> I've had a little bit of coffee myself, in case you haven't noticed. We have had coffee, but we don't do coke. Kel's kidding. Like I was saying, the CIA was uh, protecting Manuel Noriega, but they finally relented and, uh, you know, um, let the DA bust him and uh, basically started a little mini war against him and uh, got him out of there. So uh, <coughs> Manuel was gone in, in uh, 1991. The CIA got revenge against one of their another uh, longtime friends. They had encouraged uh, Saddam Hussein to invade Iran in 1980 to, to fuck with the... Uh, the people there and we've basically been supplying him with money and weapons including the famous WMDs that we keep hearing about there was a reason that we were sure that Saddam had them because the CIA keeps impeccable receipts oh yeah oh definitely that's why I mean (laughs) they didn't need to look for the weapons of mass destruction we know what the fuck we gave him we wrote it down And Saddam, I don't know, he probably sold him to someone, I don't know. So we pushed uh, pushed Saddam out of Kuwait. Uh, Quick war, lots of good TV coverage. I mean, some of the best stuff ever been on TV. I love that war. That was, no, I was 13 years old. It was great. Yeah. (laughs) I know people that stayed home from work to watch that. (laughs) Yeah, it was before TiVo, man. I had to, you know, catch it on CNN at night. But, uh, so the CIA was formed to stop the Soviet Union, right? But, uh. That it, they collapsed in 1991 later that year, so their great enemy had fallen, but uh, their budget didn't fall, really. So uh, the, oh. they kept getting funded as they needed to fight the Soviet Union, but they had no one to fight for a while. So the guys are fairly quiet through the Clinton administration. Who knows what the fuck they were up to, but they uh, 
they play quiet for a while, but September 11th happened. I mean, oh. pl- plenty of shows on that day, but, uh, you know, for a later date. But So in November after September 11th, the uh, CIA's lawyers, they found a legal loophole around some of those torture laws, you know, some of those anti-torturing laws. Yeah. Good job, guys. So, yeah, fuck U.S. and international law. This shit was important. So they started to get very, very sadistic around this time, the CIA. They, they a little, very. There's a little prison north of Kabul called Col- Camp Cobalt. The Afghanis call it the dark prison, but basically it's a CIA's torture dungeon. So this place is always dark, the windows are always covered, loud music blares, and uh, people are often chained to the floor and chained to the, you know, in the cold and chained to their hands hanging from the ceiling. You Sounds know, like an episode of Dexter. Weeks at a time. Crazy <laughs> shit, man. This place is still open for business, folks. It's still open oh. today. So in Can 2000. You imagine? Doesn't too a guy actually died of hypothermia after being chained to the floor during the winter for like eighteen hours, so and they mean. just they dumped him in on mercury and forgot about him. But uh, in two thousand ten, the Associated Press dug up some evidence on him, and they had to admit what happened. Uh, There's no discipline, and uh, you know, of course, the guy the guy who ran the prison was actually promoted. So, like any proud S and M organization, eventually the CA tired of beating the torture got into some butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of... You just said butt stuff. Butt stuff. A little uh, guy named uh, Mustafa al-Hawasawi had uh, headed to the hospital. He'd been anally penetrated with something so often that he had developed chronic hemorrhoids, anal fissures, and a symptomatic rectal prolapse. Oh, did I need to know that? Well, basically, that's when you're, you're, you're butt, you get anally penetrated so much yeah, that your yeah. butthole turns inside out. Well, I had to tell the folks what that was, folks. Okay. I didn't want them to, to wonder. Uh, and they also uh, had a little bit of butt stuff going on with uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. They found uh, during his interrogation that rectal rehydration was quite useful. Uh, basically, they shoved a hose up his ass and turned it on. So, Wow. Yeah, you should see her look on her face, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I grew up a little sheltered, so <laughs> hearing some of this stuff makes me... Yeah, I don't always go this far with uh, telling me these stories. That might be the first time I told her that, that one. But uh, another interesting story involving the butt... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Khalid al-Masri, which sounds like Khalid al-Masri. Apparently, he uh, was a terrorist, but this guy was detained by the CIA in 2003. Mistakenly, he's just a normal German citizen with a name like that, but uh, he got drugged and beaten, stripped naked, sodomized for four months oh, before goodness. the CIA finally admitted it's a mistake and tried to cover it up. Uh, this guy tried suing the CIA, but it was thrown out of the courts many, many times. It, he finally won a case in front of the European Court on Human Rights, and he won 60,000 euros from the CIA. Yay. So the abuse is a... You That's know, worth it, you know? For some butt stuff? I, I'd i say no. I mean, I could probably make 500 bucks an hour, you know, if I decided to go that direction, but, you know, that's what... You uh, told we, your mom a, that, too. That's mean. I know. Isn't that messed up? <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm unfiltered normally, give three or four drinks in me, and, yeah, I tell I tell crazy stuff like that to my mom, so Yeah, it's... he told his mom that I said that you could make $500 an hour being a pimp. <laughs> Not a pimp, a gigolo. Right. I wouldn't. I couldn't be pimping. Nice things. to meet you, Cal's mom. Nice to meet you. Well, we always talk about this kind of stuff. So. <laughs> okay, keep on going. All right, enough about butt stuff. But uh, yeah. CIA still up to his old tricks. I'll uh, find out eventually. You know, when when the documents come out in twenty years, they'll find out they're behind a lot of that Arab Spring, spring bullshit. It just so happens that two of our biggest pains in the asses, Gaddafi, Libya, and Assad from Syria, happen to get their asses handed to them in the Arab Spring. It's not a coincidence, folks. And you'll find out eventually that the CIA was doing that. And uh, now we know what they're up to today in Venezuela because they just got caught red-handed. So an airplane that's obviously a CIA front company was found to be shipping weapons to the Venezuelan rebels. And the president of Venezuela is accusing the CIA of sabotaging his regime. Do they believe him now? I believe him. <sighs> I think we're yeah. screwing around there. I mean, absolutely. I, I hope the guys who are supporting are real good guys. It doesn't uh, good for their, their track record. But uh, 
Now, the CIA charter says they are not to be conducting operations inside the United States. That's almost a laughable concept to anyone familiar with them. Uh, they've caused millions of needless deaths in the 20th century, and they've caused so much human suffering and ruined so many lives around the world, and all in the name of defending, they're defending us against the Soviets, who didn't mean to harm us. Like, God, folks, I need to quit talking about this now. I think you need a Xanax. Yeah, something like that, Rita. Just hand me, throw me a handful of pills. I trust your judgment. No. <laughs> okay, Cal. All right. All right. We're, folks, we're, we're going to take some pills now. But uh, thank No, we're not. <laughs> Why do you lie? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but uh, you know, thank you for joining us on my trip through the CIA, the American Gestapo. And I want to thank my lovely co-host, Rita, and I. Thank you. And I want to remind you to hit the like button or the subscribe button or just mash some buttons. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But you can catch us on Twitter at Voice of Rita or at Voice of Cal. Let us know what you think or just request some nude pictures of Rita. Everyone no, else does anyway. No. Okay, please, guys, do not send me pictures of your junk. It's really disturbing. I guess there's this one thing where they yeah. take pictures of my face and then I see it's just wrong she gets to see the end result of what they are up to put it that way folks it's called a tribute i'm told so this it's, is a normal thing it's disgusting and i end up blocking you as soon as i see it so just go to church <laughs> or get us get some help folks yeah. that's really gross but uh thank you uh thank you good night and uh we'll be getting you another update uh very very soon so stay tuned but uh, thank you everybody thank you everybody good night <laughs>